They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Hello, Jenny Rainsford. Hello, <laughs> hello, David Hellard. Hello, listener. Hello, viewer. Hello, viewer. I mean, who are we kidding? Hello, listener. And um, <laughs> and we're well, we're doing we're doing a bit of a special today. If, if special is the right word. Special because... is the right is exactly the word you want to use when you think about us. <laughs> exactly. Yes, very much so. Because we've we've done a lot of we've we've spoken a lot about. We always speak about drugs the whole time. We love um, drugs. Yeah, we do. We genuinely <laughs> we are do. we are pro drugs conversations. We are pro <laughs> drugs conversations. And <laughs> I I haven't got a sense whether the listener is completely bored by. I don't get. I've got a sense whether the listener is pro or anti drugs. Whether they like <laughs> dopamine, I I I don't know. Our audience, yeah, it could go either way. But it, it just seems, I, to me, I, it defines our sport, even if it's not acknowledged as defining our sport the whole time. We've become and cycling. We've become cycling, haven't we? That's it. <laughs> well, the crazy thing is, I was, so, I've, we, this is partly because we wanted to do a special around a certain topic, partly because of what happened on the Golden Trail when I was in the States, partly because no one's really talked about courts and it seems to be really controversial um, in to runners, to athletes, high level athletes, particularly in the States as well and UTMB, Golden Trail. But then also this has been, um, this is because having failed to talk about Mark and Gogo um, when we were talking about Sierras and now, we're now going to talk about him again because he, he's he's been done for do, for doping. Oh, so, you remember him? His name now, David. You remember his name down when he's on the up. You forget it when he's on the down. That's when you remember it. Unbelievable! You are part of the problem. But having said that, my my page is now being blocked, <laughs> so I can't read the. But I I think that I think I I I, I say this for a lot of people. Um, what the fuck is quartz? Like, what does that mean? Is that well, something we, you're having a watch? Like, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about when you say quartz. We're going to get to that. But before that. Oh, so I I'm not supposed to, to know that. That's good. That's good. I, I thought it was just another, <laughs> an, another major thing that I was unaware of that uh, someone will beat me around the head with on social media later. Great. Perfect. But this, this is the thing that, that blows my mind. So we, we've often talked, we've tried to look at all aspects of doping to try and understand it really some of it to try and be sympathetic to individuals that may maybe they won't in the future some of it trying to understand what happened in the oregon project to understand tues to to understand um what happened with the Rus- russian doping situation with the stepanars with rob cola trying to understand how wada works um and we've we already we always always um highlighting and taking the piss out of out of russian dopers that right because of their systematic doping but what i read recently that blew my mind um how many kenyans do you think typically have doped in the last five years um because you don't hear about it that much i'd say like a handful 
I wouldn't say a huge amount. I would say it was barely, you know, for, for whatever reason. So the, this this blew my mind. Um, this article was written on the 11th of October. So, so far this year, as of a month ago, 21 Kenyan athletes have been sanctioned for alleged doping. Really? Yeah. 21. 21? Is that is that consistent each year? Is that higher than normal? I have no idea. Um, I mean, I, I, the hard thing is that you you'll rarely find out about athletes who are, are caught outside the big events, and yeah. and so <coughs> this to me is that the reason I, I I mean we talked about systematic doping. Maybe this isn't. But with the situation with Mark and Gogo, who's come, and it's controversial, his whole situation to do with courts, to do with, but he was an athlete who wasn't, no one was watching for him. No one was watching. We didn't know his name because he wasn't looking like he would be in the top 10. Yeah. No one had heard of him before. He'd never run a race over um, 30 kilometers. (laughs) And um, and so what I what I really want to understand, and we, we're going to hopefully do this in a future podcast, is how are there 21 Kenyan dopers and who does the fault lie with? Because is this to do with um, w- at what point does drugs do drugs come in the system? Because yeah. there's clearly a massive issue here, and if there's ever a reason to treat a country differently, surely it's 21 dopers. Yeah. I mean, how does and that compare? How does that compare with other countries? The, in fact, cause I've, it's, it's insanely high. Oh, is it? Insanely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly cause so many of them are relating to marathons as well. And so, um, and so what you're saying is like, if we're treating Russia in this way, then why aren't we looking at Kenya in the same way? Yeah. And, and, also, why aren't we, why isn't World Athletics actually saying, look, we've got a, we've got a problem here and, and, and actually just coming out and saying, we need to address this. We need to understand why this is happening, who the drivers are, how we can, how we can actually stop it. And it doesn't seem as if that is happening. So, um, uh, just, just, just something... out of curiosity, what, like, how how have you this article that you found that in and you read oh. about like is this in somewhere well known like what yeah I mean like is this this it, this doesn't seem to be that big a deal like is someone trying to make this a big deal or is this just no. kind of something you stumbled across or, or something I've stumbled stumbled across it's just a random article that that's been picked up by a few different um, a few different organisations but it just seems crazy it's only been since. Mark has been um, sanctioned or, or flagged that it, it's accompanying that rather than being its own headline. Right. And, and, and there, there have been other, in addition to Mark, um, there have been other very high profile Boston Marathon winner, Diana Kipyoki, suspended after failed drug test. Um, Boston 2021, that's a massive one. Compatriot Betty Wilson uh, Lempus previously suspended and these so, these suspensions they come i take it they come well outside the 
um you know like the fanfare of the of the of the race and the win and and, and everything you know it normally happens like a few weeks afterwards and so it, it's kind of low-key um, yeah. especially if it's won by someone that it, you know that either wasn't expected to win it or probably doesn't have a profile that's maybe as high as as, as someone else or even if they do have a profile um we've we've discussed in the past about how and we've been accused of adding to the issue the fact that in you know we as a west don't know who all the runners are mm. there's so many there's, there's so many talented kenyan runners that are constantly changing that actually when a new kenyan runner and you look at the the time in um, in chicago was uh, super fast time in berlin all these new runners who are coming out debut marathons with insanely fast times and and granted some of them ethiopian and um if then an athlete that we've never heard of until this year is done for doping they disappear and there's so many talented runners that it, it seems to just almost be a, a factory of, of runners coming through anyway so um so firstly an appeal to people listening to the podcast if you know someone who is on the ground um who might actually be able to talk incisively about when this is coming into the system i'd love to know um and someone like mark is managed he has a management team who brought him over he, he trains in a, in a european group like what what is the relationship there because um for me, if, if an athlete is part of a group, the whole group is tainted, like a training group. And um, it doesn't mean they're all following a similar, um, they're all having new, similar nutrition as such. Or, or, but if I was a European training group, it, I'd see it as my responsibility to instill within my athletes what the rules are to ensure that they're not jeopardizing themselves in this way for their future career and because it impacts on everyone and and that's clearly not happening either so um do better firstly any suggestions of good people to talk about this but not linked directly to it but um on that quartz quartz what is it i thought it's something to do with your watch is it something you watch when how often do you think you've heard of quartz like is it has it is it something that's 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 run across your bow as such or literally the first time i'd heard of quartz is when i accidentally went onto our instagram the bbr instagram and (laughs) (laughs) and there was some heated discussion about quartz and i was thinking aye aye what's going on that must have been a big night out but actually something to do with doping or or dope testing or something like that 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 is the first i'd heard of it when it when you were talking about it in relation to um golden trial so yeah no no idea no idea what it is explain explain for the ignorant um uh host and listener who you know doesn't know what this is what what is what is quartz (laughs) and this is part of the problem it is quite hard to explain um can you do in the medium of dance I can, I can do we need that. To give something, we need to get something for the YouTube viewers. <laughs> You've got to have a reason to get on the YouTube and watch this. But the so <laughs> when we look at when we look at um, so courts, most people, if they've heard of courts, will know it probably through UTMB. Um, but 
WADA is a, a you know, world anti-doping agency, and that is directly linked to World Athletics and the Olympics. But in running, there's obviously a huge number of independent races. And those races aren't necessarily linked to associations because, for one, if you're, a, if you're Sierra's now, if you're UTMB, if you're um, you know, Western States, why would you just go, all right, now that you've decided to create an association for trail running, I have to become underneath you and follow all these weird rules for people I've never met who are now deciding they're in charge of our sport. So you have all these independent races that aren't linked to associations or aren't linked to, to WADA. And WADA, WADA will test at certain races and you can pay for WADA to come to some of your races, but it doesn't mean WADA will turn up. And there's also a, an additional school of thought that's to do with WADA that we've, we've talked about over the, the previous few years, uh, so a few, few weeks, few months. Um, one of them is the TUEs, um, which are exemptions, where, for example, having um, certain inhaler, asthma and asthma medicine or various other medicines. And we talked about how um, Lance Armstrong was on 17 of them. Yeah. when he won the Tour de France legally. So there's one school of thought that, that I agree with, that TUEs are bad for the sport and that if individuals require medicine to be able to compete, they shouldn't be competing. It's quite harsh. Um, and But um, well, my view is more that if you allow someone the possibility of cheating, then people will. And so by allowing TUEs, you're allowing people to cheat and, and gain an unfair advantage. There's another school of thought as well to do with um, that painkillers, certain painkillers, uh, or most painkillers, can be used unfairly by athletes to get an a, a, a advantage as well. And those painkillers might be perfectly legal in WADA because what's the issue with someone who is um, is doing some sports like golf or nazisaur it's, it's very different to endurance where, where actually pain is part of your strategy and um part of the race itself but there's also a so, so that's a second element that wada's felt that it's it's not helping in the third the third element is that wada doesn't necessarily turn up at every race if you just because you want it to yeah. particularly not globally and certainly won't necessarily test all the athletes you ask them to, um, you can't rely on that. And so it means that for certain race series and certain organizations, they haven't got the ability to test all the athletes beforehand. And um, the fourth element is, what's the fourth element again? Oh, it's, it's to do with belief in athlete welfare. And there are some items that aren't on the banned substance and TUEs may fall into this as well and so while it may be legal actually the races would rather people don't take anti-inflammatories because when dehydrated it can lead to serious issues so because of all these things quartz has been set up as as one of the solutions and UTMB and Golden Trail both have a quartz program where the idea behind it is it, it doesn't replace WADA but it's there and it tests athletes to ensure that they're not using 
certain TUEs um, that they're also not using these other part other there's they have a separate list of items that people aren't allowed to use when they're racing in these races so that is quartz it's an independent organization set up to help race races that aren't necessarily linked to the WADA be able to test right so can I ask some questions can I ask some questions yes, for us? Yes, okay please right. do. before we move on to the next bit okay so TUEs, uh, you're saying that uh, in that situation, that anyone taking any kind of um, drug or for whatever condition, um, if they're taking it because they need to function or, or whatever, then they shouldn't be competing. Well, the because that it, may for for whatever reason. And this is where it's slightly nuanced, and um, and this is also where I don't fully understand every part of courts or the organisation because they're not very good at communicating um, themselves as you, you know, you, yeah, well. <laughs> you told the, you told, we went through the story, didn't we? Did we go through the story? Or have we we've gone not, through the story? We, we, no, we we've haven't. No, the story, we've gone through but, the story. We haven't talked about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> and and there's an element as well. There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's lots of elements at play here. One of the elements at play here is that, you know, my job could be on the line if I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's my job to push you to that line. Great. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, but it was really difficult. I came under fire from all angles. It was really hard. I was such. A, it was like Paxman. It was like it was like John Humphreys and Paxman all rolled into one. I, cu I couldn't help talk about it. And it's it's really it's hard to know because I've I've not said you know I've not asked can I talk freely about this and I you know I am as much as. Well, I am very free. To be fair, to be fair, if they're hiring a co-host of Bad Boy Running, it's the equivalent <laughs> of Radio 4 getting Miriam Margolis on and expecting her not to fucking swear. Like, people it's know. Exactly, people know what they're getting. And for you, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're hiding because we expect him to be discreet. Yeah, like, it's not it, it's not going to happen. So I think you're perfectly OK. I, I, I've got you covered, man. You can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, and and actually, there's another there's a fifth element as well that I, I hadn't mentioned, which is great to film. Do with... Great film. <laughs> I do love it's that Bruce film. Willis. It's Bruce Willis. He, he comes peak. at the last moment, but a boom, bada bing. Yeah, and and the lead, she looks like my wife. I mean, that's what everyone says. So um, she does. She perfect. really does. Yeah. Does she have that like stripy outfit type thing? That's just you know. Do you ever wear that? As oh a... God, that's a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, getting breezy to say multi-pass <laughs> repeatedly. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> you can be the Chris Rock, Chris, no, Chris, Chris Tucker, Chris, Turner. Chris Tucker. Really <laughs> 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 <Ruby> bad. <laughs> But the the um the other element, the fifth element, is also to do with um if we look at, for example, CJ Uja, that he's been banned, he's been massively had his name dragged through the dirt because he took something unintentionally. Yeah. And so there's also an element of courts which is trying to um allow athletes to be able to actually represent properly if they if something is flagged. And to be able to say, look, this is my profile. This is my health profile. You can see I've not been using these things. And, and actually, here's a product. And so because um, I, I also think that at the moment, there is 
reputation is getting destroyed, um, yeah. massively destroyed, when actually it's a mistake. It's not cheating. Huge difference. But at the moment, the way the system works, you're tired with both. So those um, so what, so those is, are the elements. So and, is it, is it, when we talk about like substances that they, that, that they might be having, like, you know, of course, we, you know, we talk about things like asthma and stuff. Um, you know, someone taking asthma, uh, you know, medicine and things like that. What, I mean, what about things like, you know, what happened? I mean, this is a weird example. What happens if they're like on antidepressants or something like that, or something that's not directly associated with their their physical health, but it's something related to, say, their mental health? Um, does it, I mean, I, I, what kind of level are we talking about in terms of the, the, the relevance to um, the performance? I hadn't actually thought about that. I don't know. I, I've, I've, I'd have to look at the list. Um, I don't know if antidepressants would be on it, but I, I don't well, like think, ADHD um, meds or, um, you know, and like anything that, that kind of will have an impact on things like heart rate, for example. Yeah. But I'd may not. Is it retinin for ADHD? If it's what? Is that something else? Is it retinin for ADHD or is that something else? I Ritalin, think ADHD yeah. medicine probably wouldn't be allowed because um, that's a, I th- I think Warren Gatlin was using that. He was arguing he'd had ADHD from a young age. They've, through a few cases, they've actually clarified some of the instructions to the athletes. So asthma, for example, if you if you're a heavy if if you require an inhaler, and it, it it turns out actually asthma is not a great example. Everyone thinks of inhalers, yeah. But it turns out that it's been shown that the types of inhalers that most people use who have asthmatic benefit unless it's at a really high level. But if if you are a, an asthmatic who has the, the stronger type of inhaler, apparently you're allowed to use it in your in your training, in your life. But uh, at, when it comes up to the point of racing, you're not allowed to use it on race day. Um, but if you should need it during a race because you're having an asthma attack, you can use it, but you then don't finish the race so your health is never at risk but it can't be used in a way that will aid performance um, i think that's my understanding of so two different methodologies and um there are elements of quartz that i think are, are better in well, I, I, I think what quartz is trying to achieve is is better in its um intentions but their communication is is really bad to the athletes and there's elements of what they do which is better for example when you've tested with quartz the sample stays with the person who took the sample and it's not sent by ups or dhl or a, a third-party courier to yeah. the testers it stays that individual so that's much better but then there's other elements that are far worse where there's not two samples the pots aren't sealed with labels it's done in a lot more relaxed way because up until this point quartz's viewpoint has been you can trust us with quartz we've got no reason to um to jeopardize this which may be true but from the point of view of the that's what they all say that's what they all say (laughs) Yeah, but it, it does and it's still trust right with the athletes and the athletes are nervous because their their whole livelihood is, is and the reputation yeah. is based on this so so we've got this situation where we then have these two different testers um quartz don't have only any authority over wada and quartz can send their samples and various things to, 
to WADA, it, it, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. And so if someone is banned from, if someone, if something is flagged in a test for Golden Trail UTMB, they can be banned from that race and future races. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean anything for that athlete in everything else in, in sports. Oh, they okay, can, they, okay. It, it could do, depending on WADA's reaction to the samples and how that is coordinated, but... Um, so, so just to just to be clear, then. So basically, WADA is the makes like the final decision around all of these things, and <clears throat> Quartz is basically giving a ruling on it, which may be taken by the individual races that have brought Quartz in or whatever. But WADA can choose to do with it what it what it wants. Yeah. So WADA, if 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 WADA bans someone, they're banned. Yeah. If Quartz bans someone. Um, it would depend on circumstances and wider and dot, 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 dot. So it, it's just as you, it's, it's almost private testing for a private race. And the impact of that is just relevant to that race other than relational damage. So what is the, what's the controversy between athletes then? Like, what is the, what's the, what's, what's the issue that they find? Why are people kind of, well, they were arguing, so I saw the argument happening, and I was like, "What?" And it's very difficult to jump in in the middle of that. What? What? What is yeah. the? What is the issue? Why do some people have an issue with it? So to then explain what, and and this is what I'm still trying to unpick and understand myself, because in in a way now I'm I'm in the middle, because um, I'm Team Golden Trail, and we are trying to find a way to be able to test our athletes to keep our sport um, clean to protect our athletes but are aware of how frustrated the athletes are with courts and how little they understand actually what quartz is and what it's doing or, or and even trust in what it's doing and this, this or how really, poorly quartz have communicated to those athletes i mean that's one thing i'm very clear on <laughs> <laughs> and this is and so, so i just want to get the crux of it so their, their concern is because they're not a wider body their concern is that quartz are going to uh, throw something up that could potentially jeopardize their career um, absolutely that's yeah. it. okay right just so just so that's clear okay and and what's happened today, the, the the testing protocols for courts haven't the way they collect samples has is certainly not as thorough as right. the way WADA do. Um based off courts' belief that, well, why would we tamper with anything? Um I mean, but, is that it? Is that is that really? I mean, like, because it would make sense in order to to strengthen it, they would I mean, why is there is there a cost implication or something related to it that, that, that I, I causes don't, this? What is, I, what, what is don't the reason? Think, I don't think there is a massive. I, I think it's just it's been it's only been flagging its head recently um, from a in a forceful way that this is the concern, and until this point, um, they haven't done it because of just easier not to. But and, sorry, just I, and just just so I, and also just so I understand. I mean, how does how does the funding work for this? Who's paying who here? Like, is do so the races? Golden Trail, Golden the Golden Trail, Trail okay. and UTMB would pay Quartz to test yeah. for these. Um, right. Okay. Now and that's how that's how Quartz are funded because they are tested 
Um, they are uh, funded by individual races who want to bring this testing regime into their races. Yeah, absolutely. And and Quartz would typically test the the top ten favoured athletes in advance. Yeah. Um, and so that's just, that's that again is down to you can't test everyone. Um, the so if you so there's Quartz is as we said UTMB Golden Trail. So when we went to the states the hatred of courts seems to be magnified oh really massively why i don't know um you've like walked into a room where everyone's arguing and no one wants to tell you why and I've, i've been trying to and i've been trying to um defend slash position slash understand um almost going to bat as the golden trail because partly the golden trail are just super busy the the executive team and don't have time to be involved in instagram discussions um so we went to pike's peak to start with and one of the athletes joe who's um joe, joseph gray very well established american trail runner um, a great runner, you know, big champion. He's coming back to Pikes Peak. He's won it many times and he doesn't want to take a quartz test because he is involved in the Olympic, you know, the US Olympics. He's involved in US, um, USDA, USADA, USDA. And so he's saying, I don't need to take this test. I clean i don't use tues i'm tested by wider so i refuse to take this test and that then obviously is is problematic because the golden trail and and uh, the golden trail want everyone to test yeah to f- follow their not just to ensure they're clean but for these other reasons we've said where they want to ensure people aren't using painkillers um aren't taking drugs that could affect their health and and so it then creates a a massive problem of like what do we do because should we allow joe to run and what happens if he wins the thing Mm. because he hasn't tested under our rules but he's tested under wada rules and so that was pretty stressful so we say um i don't know joe but why it, it why why not why not allow as long as you're tested under some rule as, as some rule of time sorry is the is the because he's testing this because he's done you know the big kind of races that will have that wada element associated with it where there's going to be a lot of people who you know won't have that and so it's it's understandable that there will be p- people uh, on different kind of regimes surely so yeah why why not allow say as long as you've been tested by one or the other does that is that still an issue partly because um one there's no wider testers at the race two, oh i see okay two there's a different melody and 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 part of the i think the confusion and um is that all of the American athletes who seem to hate quartz is like get wider to test. 
if you've got a race in, in America, you pay them, they come, they test. And that may be the case for most races in the States, but trying to do that globally in all cases under us, the circumstances is impossible. Right. And so for them, they're like, well, why aren't you getting wider in? This is dodgy as fuck because we've got wider and you're not using wider and we trust us, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I, I, I communicate with, with Joe through, through the Instagram post, but, but actually directly as well. Yeah. Cause partly I was trying to understand his position, but also I wanted to genuinely explain our position because, um, Quartz has got a real image problem in the States yeah. and, and it's, you know, I was getting in now. Where, in, where's, in Quartz, in, oh, sorry, where's Quartz from? France. Oh, I had to be, didn't it? <laughs> Communication it had to be. problems. It had to be. <laughs> and so, and that's the thing, you know, and, and so I was trying to actually give a fair position to the Golden Trail. Yeah. Um, so, so what happened is Joe ran, he ran well, he came third. There was a, a podium for the Golden Trail, a top 10 that didn't include Joe. The prize money didn't include Joe because oh, okay. that's golden trail prize money. Then there was an additional, um, ceremony straight afterwards in the kind of like everyone watching going, what, well, uh, not, um, including Joe where Jake came right. third and, and got a, a different, tro- well, he got a trophy and there, there wasn't a, there weren't golden trail trophies in the same way. Um, so that was the solution to it, which was hammered out over lots and lots of conversations between what do the organization feel, what do the race feel, what do, um, to try and firstly be fair, firstly yeah. be legal, secondly be legal, thirdly be, be pragmatic. Um, and then they, Joe put a post out about, what happened and I think Joe and and this is this is where you know because I've I throughout this whole of this episode I just want to tell the truth and not any insinuation this is just the facts as I know it because yeah. I think it's it's really important and and, and, and and interesting I think Joe felt that his name so Joe refused to take the test. I don't know why. I still don't know why. I think because to him, it's just seen as being a risk. And I think there's an element of where Joe's like, screw you. Why, why, why should I take your tests when I do wider? I do. I think for my, I, I do think that is kind of true as a general American sensibility. I think there's a... Um, mm not because not because anyone's doing anything in terms of like um uh, anything untoward it's just like you know i i've played by the rules according to like my country yeah and you know why should i be made to jump through hoops by this other organization that that, that, yeah. that comes outside and that's particularly true in america and so you kind of i mean <sighs> I, I think I think America America has a very different has a has a different attitude, and I don't think it's necessarily a wrong attitude or anything else like that. I mean, you mm. know, the the question is, you know, 
he he is doing everything according to what what um what his country what asked of him what, what his country asked of him exactly yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so it, and so it just by and and, and and he's right i think in the sense that if he's not included it does imply that there is something you cannot help not unless you understand like the nuances and everything else you can't help not think well why have they done that or you know what if you're separating things out and you're making a special case for this or that like what are what is what what is going on so it's, yeah it's understandable which which is why he then posts on instagram a post that basically um through a lot of mud a lot of mud and um and almost uh, attacked as defense rather than explained if if you know what i mean by that yeah 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 and so so i then went to try and understand to try and represent and it was it was Can't uh, get him on the podcast that's, <laughs> that's not it. well i i mean part of me is thinking should we just have a conversation to understand and, and actually it's part of, it's partly to understand i guess the american sensibility towards this because it it it, it wasn't as if joe seemed to be an outlier i out outlier from ultra running because yeah. it was you were from north america like ryan atkins um you've got camille heron i think zach miller you know we're talking the big dogs of american north american ultra running and and the you know, high level sport were absolutely tearing into courts so oh, were they okay yeah so there's a bigger and, issue then isn't there there's a bigger issue that, that talks about you know how uh, you know so, so I guess so. Camille was there as, as well. Camille was has, has been like ten. And, into it and as well. Camille was saying like her because I was I was saying to people that we want testing. We want to ensure we don't use TUEs. We want to ensure that. Um, but their view is all Wada should do it. And like, well, Wada won't do it, and we still want this. And they're like, no, they will do it because they do it in North America. And you're like, okay, but. That doesn't mean. Yeah, there's a certain. I mean, that's the thing. There's a certain amount of like American exceptionalism that that um, just doesn't really understand how things work outside of America. But it, yeah, it's just, you know, globally, it's not, it doesn't quite work the same. Yeah, and then uh, particularly as we'll we'll go to um, we're going to Madeira. We are last time we were in the you know, El Hierro and the Canary Islands and all these things where it, it, and, and it could, maybe it is down to cost partly as well. I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just relaying what I know to, to be the facts as I've been told. Um, so, but also Camille, for example, was um, saying that she thinks all races should be under associations. And you're like, I, I fundamentally, while I think that's nice, and I and I think there is an there is an um, an element of it would be great if they all were because then we could probably position ourselves well to trying to get trail running in the Olympics. Um, the there's a you know I if I was any big race why would I suddenly it's like someone saying the, the beerathon has to be under UK athletics and like go fuck yourself I've created this race I do it how I want to do it what the hell do you know about my sport you're some random 
committee of people who are set up for these reasons and that has nothing to do with what i do the thing is that's co- that's coming from american perspective imagine that imagine if american races weren't under association and then you told them that they had to be under association it would be very very different that way around, or, wouldn't it? yeah imagine if we were saying all american races have to be under french association or what <laughs> it and so the paperwork will go through the roof <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the trouble as well is that um the North Americans experience of quartz is UTMB. That's it until this. And so they'll then come over and suddenly having to do these, this very, and if you look at quartz's website, it's very hard to actually understand what it does. And, and even we had a meeting, a meeting with the, the athletes where it was explained the reasons behind why that why quartz is used why did you have to meet with the athletes was that specifically to to explain that yeah just just more than anything else to just to partly to explain partly to just listen you know i think the golden trail is incredibly good at listening um to to what the athletes want because i think greg who well i know greg who is the the founder of the golden trail he realizes for his for the golden trail dream to develop as being the number one trail series and to grow it requires the athletes to to come and do it and to want to be involved and so part of that is creating things like the u.s road trip where athletes go and have this incredible experience for two weeks in america running these amazing races but also seeing Moab Desert and these beautiful places. Um, but it's also having the confidence and the trust of the athletes and their their health and safety. And so, so as, um, as a result of that meeting, then did that allay their concerns or is there still a well it's the it's 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 very much an ongoing process. And um but the I, I think in in North America in particular, there's so little contact with quartz that if people try and understand it to go on their website, it's very hard to actually understand what is quartz actually. Is it here? It's like trying to, trying to book the MDS yourself. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, It's that type of thing (laughs) where um, is quartz. It's not, it's not made to be a global organization. That's the thing. It needs to think like, it's almost like you've got the total, you've got America, which is kind of very inward looking. And then you have France, which is probably the only country that's more inward looking. Um, trying to communicate you know like there's yeah. not any meeting whatsoever in terms of trying to help because what yeah we know the french absolutely fight against anything that is possibly american yeah. and there's no way in hell they're ever even going to have a f- english language part of that website that you're allowed to understand so it i mean it's a characterization and it's a caricature but yeah anyone that's ever had to deal with that in any situation knows that that is not it's not that far off and and the and in courts, I think has has not realised that yes, they're clients of the races, but their clients are the athletes just as much. Yeah, and and so in trying to and they, and so and and what, what the main thing that came across from athletes in in America who were really hated courts was that they didn't understand what it was, which is very easy to see why if you go on the website is is it is it there for drug testing and actually in in so uh, this is the area i'm still not 100 sure of myself 
are they testing for every kind of drug? I don't honestly know. Um, are they um, are they there just for, for because it, it talks to itself as like this this almost welfare program is how right. it positions itself. Well, how do we how do we even look it up? How do we how do we look it up? What is the what is the what is the website? What's the name of the organisation? Um, so the, I mean, this is the hard thing because the the courts program is part of a website within a it's 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 a, it's a subcategory of a broader website oh no um yeah so it's ultrasportscience.org and and with sierra's now for example um there's then the added complexity of water were involved because uh sierra's now one of them there and golden trails involved and yeah. so rather than testing twice the courts said we defer you know we're wider testing so we're not going to test on this occasion yeah. for because we don't want to have to test people twice partly because it's quite an invasive procedure but partly at times but also because it's um it's just very hard to coordinate lots and lots of athletes very quickly and doing all the tests and dot 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 so duplicating that and so suddenly um when wider announced that mark has been banned and like why weren't courts testing him in advance and like well because courts were testing the top 10 no one heard of mark and then wider were doing the tests at the race right so there's this huge there's this there's this huge misapprehension as to why courts is involved in these organizations and on what it's what it's there for and courts itself doesn't know how to position itself and so instead of saying and and i still don't i i don't know if they are testing for every type of illegal drug for doping i don't know um and so it's it's a very <clears throat> frustrating and confusing situation for everyone involved it seems um and so we're in this is where we are in the sport and it's just quite odd in that it's the biggest race series in trail running and it's the biggest race series in ultra running and quartz is right at the center of this and i can't and while we have, courts have said that they would introduce more stringent um, kind of testing facilities and, and test, sorry, testing protocols of doing two samples and things like that, um, which I think will reassure the athletes more. We're always going to have this conflict with, I think, American athletes who don't understand what it's for and don't want to be have to do another test that they when they're governed by WADA yeah so um so that's why what I kind of wanted to explain to to people that this conflict exists because I don't know if many people do understand or know about it and if they do probably realize just how how much conflict and why the conflict is there 
Um, yeah. So that's that's quartz. Wow. Question: Do we do we want to talk to Joe about it? That's well. I think for the sake of for the sake of balance, I mean, we can't talk to American sensibilities because we're not American, obviously. Um, yeah. You know, as uh, as much as we want to be, um, but we can't. You know, they, they, it, we have to hear that perspective. I think. Yeah. Um, and so definitely, you know, whether it's him or someone else, like what is the what is the issue with the um, with the you know what they see the issue is with the with the yeah. sports program and maybe um, if, you know if, if Jay doesn't want to do it we can speak to Camille and just say Camille come on look tell us represent yeah I think there's just you know having just some indication because I think you know I I the thing is with this is that it's like everyone's still on the same side that's it isn't it it's like everyone wants the sport to be clean um yeah. and so it's not as if it did but it's just it's the way that you're going about it and what what are the genuine concerns that that someone has with a with a with a program that yeah isn't based in the in the US? I mean the thing is you know I'm looking at the you know I've just looked at the website for Quartz and I've looked at you know yeah. they're they're on Twitter and stuff like that and I mean it it, it kind of seems it just it, there's a touch of amateurism to to the whole thing which I think yeah it, it doesn't instill a huge amount of confidence um and it, i guess it's communication yeah. created by scientists well that's it isn't it that is it i mean you know it is the case of this is the right thing to do so you should do it without selling into you know we need to communicate better why this is the right thing to do um yeah. and get people to buy into it it's kind of like i suppose that's that's the difference isn't it that's the difference between a european approach and a um uh, and i would say Gallic approach to an american approach a Gallic approach is very much top down this is what we're doing american approach mm. is we've got to get everyone's fucking buy into this because no one's going to do it and someone will pull out a gun or some some shit like that will go down <laughs> 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 which i think you know there's two there's two fundamentally different groups we, you know british we just be like oh we're really sorry yes we'll do whatever you say whatever you say uh it you know if it's whatever's easiest for you yeah 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 yeah. well i'll, I'll reach out to um and that's the thing it's it's a classic cultures it's so. classic cultures um, yeah and it, but it's I, I find it fascinating and you're right that's the crazy thing everyone wants the same thing yeah um or do yeah. they no or do, do they? <laughs> or do well unless they're russian in which case they... <laughs> but I'll, I'll message jay or kenyan oh 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 but do badders um can you message us and, and let us know if you give a shit <laughs> <laughs> well we could do we can make this very clear can't we that we're, we're specifically talking about quartz on this so you can you can skip this one if you if you don't it's if you don't yeah. if you're interested in it i mean we're, like, we're doing this this isn't a bad stuff this is a, an episode because we we almost want it to be the we want, same as that we want david to lose his job that's what we want yeah exactly exactly <laughs> next next week we talk about the dangers of caffeine we want to destroy every income stream that he has <laughs> true true then you're gonna murder Briggsy. bloody hell <laughs> you bastards you've taken everything you've taken everything <laughs> then we're gonna ban darts <laughs> oh mate if you if you stop ross giving me lifts in his car oh. <laughs> um yeah. yeah so i'll i'm gonna put in the group and just ask people do they know what quartz is and what's your view of it? Because well, <laughs> like, we've recorded an hour long episode if you don't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but do that, I mean, feedback is this like, it, it, well, the question at the beginning was more do you want us to go down a rabbit hole of Kenya? And, and if so, do you know anyone? Because I, I, 
I find it fascinating. Maybe I'll reach out to Rob Kohler again and ask him if he knows someone, just because drugs is really impacting our sport. And every day, the, the, just the confidence in it, the fact that people don't want to watch, all these things. Um, and so is this an, is, do, you, do you find it as interesting as I do? Um, and do you think it does impact the sport as much as I think we it need does? To, um, we need to have a spin-off, spin-off podcast called Bad Boy Doping, where yeah. it's just focused on, on, on talk about drugs. Uh, well, weirdly, I had a... I had a um, a, a, an idea the other day of um, once I'm back running just to every every Sunday in the morning take a different run with no plan of a run and then to just see what happens what run do I choose to do where do I go what do I do in it just to give you an idea of um, of how that impacts on uh, how drugs impact your running in a different way, psychedelic drugs rather than uh, <laughs> all types of drugs. But we'll see if that ever happens. <laughs> I do think that there's a YouTube video to be made about different different drugs uh, events, stuff like that. There is, there absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I, I know in the past someone mentioned had recommended a runner who had, who talks about lots of different drugs when they run. I've lost those details. So if you can message again, if you want to suggest them as a guest. Um, yeah, I mean, anything... <laughs> you missed the opportunity for a really good joke there, David. Really, really good opportunity. But <laughs> Oh, sorry. No, I've been... <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that's, I wanted to cover this subject. Anything else to throw? If you've, if you've enjoyed this episode, then go and listen to the Stepanovs episode because we spoke to the, the Stepanov uh, whistleblowers who she she was a uh, 100 meter runner 400 meter runner so 800 meter runner 1500 meter runner who was part of the program flipped they both now live in America somewhere um undercover having had new lives we spoke to Rob Kohler who was yep. ex directy general of WADA to talk about how that system works we're still trying to speak to someone from the um the athletics integrity unit there it's called um they're yet to come back to me even though they've messaged and stuff but um yeah those two episodes are really really interesting um any other ones you'd recommend you think Lincoln no was- i think the rob Kohler, rob Kohler one's really interesting because you know mm. um for all we've been talking about you know wada he's ex wada every you know all we've been talking about wada and you know um how how tight they are on things and everything he he has a he has a a, a a different perspective so he um that's that's probably one of the most interesting episodes i've ever listened to um that we've been part of um on the podcast so definitely mm. worth definitely worth going back to that one brilliant well thanks for listening guys any suggestions of, of future topics or guests then message me directly it doesn't have to be about doesn't doesn't have to be about drugs doesn't have to be about cheating. Doesn't have to be about um, uh, uh, greenwashing or or us um, slagging off sponsors of, uh, of of major associations. We do talk about other stuff as well. We do. Well, I can't. We do. I, I can't think what <laughs> at this stage. This is the problem. When we don't run, all of a sudden we turn into uh, we turn into like investigative journalism, and we try and actually we start going for for associations. We need to start running. We need to make sure we're both running again so that we, it lightens the mood. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you're if you're going to leave us a review, the um, 
the phrase you've got to get in your review is you dirty, dirty cheats, you <laughs> dirty, dirty cheats. So see if you can work that into a five-star review that somehow is complimentary. That would be, uh, we'll read it out next time. That's Amazing. just it, guys. And we'll, we'll see you soon. See you later. Bye 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 admit I was a clone to be messing around but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town come back yes and give me one more try cause a love like this should I never ever die come back fuck you buddy <laughs> <laughs>